Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of The Batch Report. I know you're sitting there going, why is it a special episode? This is week two of The Bachelorette. This isn't week one, but it's very special because we are currently in San Diego at San Diego Comic-Con. Not sure why that makes up so special, but yes. Well, I mean, we're not at home, so it's special. Yes. So if the audio is slightly different this time, I just want you to know it's like, because we're traveling (laughs) and it's special. It's a special episode. So... Not typical, but uh, good nonetheless. Yeah. And this episode is going to start off with a pageant. Yes, a group date. I believe it's all the guys on this date. They just let everybody in on this. And the girls at the beginning, they're like, oh, we were going to do a pool party, but it's raining. So I guess we have to find out another way to get to see these guys' abs and their bodies. And I was like, this is so fake because it's like they obviously had the plan for the pageant date. Regardless, like maybe they yeah. were like, oh, it's a fallback. Let's do a pageant. But they acted like it was their idea to do the pageant when it was very obviously production wanted the pageant. Done. I actually don't like when they do stuff like this because it's kind of superficial a little bit. I don't like it when they do this to guys. I don't like it when they do it to girls. Like, I don't like it when they do it on the show, period, where they're like, let's put them in a Speedo or a swimsuit and make them parade around and do weird talents. And like, like, I don't like it. Because some people are going to do better just because they're more outgoing with the way they look. Whereas like some people are like more, even if they are really fit, they might be more reserved. You know, and be like, well, well like even at my fittest, I, really I feel like that. it would have made me very uncomfortable to have to like stand up there and parade around and like feel super confident in myself, especially when you're standing there comparing yourself to the other people there. And all their their like junk was blacked out, which makes me think that it was like falling out of the. Studios. I don't think it was actually falling out. I think they did it so that you weren't like looking at guys' crotches and being like, oh, look, this guy looks. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Is that what you would do? Stare at all their crotches? Not necessarily. Is that what the Bachelorettes were doing? I'm sure that people would have, like, screen capped, like, people's crotches, though, and, like, put them on the internet. I don't know. They'd be like, look at this guy. This guy's my favorite guy now. So, one person kind of stepped, I guess, just stood out in this competition was Chris. He basically dribbled a ball and sang a song. It was badly. awkward. It was yeah. really weird. He stood out. I wouldn't say it was good. But Some other notable notable mentions I have. Uh, Meatball poured sauce on himself. Yeah. Which was bizarre. Um, there was one Quincy guy that came out in like a bow rat banana hammock, like with the suspender things with the speedo, and then Logan did the worm. Yeah, which is like I guess. The best in a is lot that of a ways. talent? Well, like you're doing a talent in a speedo just seems really dumb. You know who my favorite was? Hmm. Uh, Jacob, the guy who would come in on the horse last week shirtless. Yeah. He sat there in the speedo and he took out a chair and he put on his glasses and he said, I'm going to sell you mortgage insurance. Nice. And did like a whole like mortgage insurance skit. And I thought it was witty. Yeah. Because. Because he's in a speedo. 
yeah, with like the glasses on trying to be serious, but it was like a telemarketer spiel. Yeah. And I was like, that's fun. That's fun. At least it's witty. Yes. So these are the people that win. Logan, Avon, Jason, Johnny, Brandon, and Colin. Yes. This was so confusing because they didn't really say the names of the guys that won. Like they breezed over it so fast. And then they didn't show their names at the bottom the entire second part of the date when they're with the girls. We had like picked up on a few of them because they were showing it, but they didn't even show half the guys that won either. So, and honestly, it's probably for the best because nothing good happened. Well, Jason tells Rachel that he's into Gabby because Rachel had pulled him aside and was chatting and he's like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Like I'm into Gabby. I'm not really here for you. So like. Yeah, I think felt- you're a great person. I think you're wonderful, but I'm not here to like grow yeah. this relationship. Logan kisses Rachel, and then yeah. he kisses Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highlight of this whole thing. So Logan gets kisses both the girls, uh, and then both the girls like Logan. So that's going to be an issue down the road. So what was weird to me is Rachel like was having a really hard night because she was like, all the guys are into Gabby. No one's here for me. Logan kisses her. So she's like on cloud nine. Then Logan goes and kisses Gabby. Then Rachel tells Gabby, oh, I was having a hard night. But then Logan kissed me. And Gabby doesn't tell Rachel that Logan also kissed her. Yeah. I think Gabby likes Logan and doesn't want Rachel to, but doesn't want Rachel feel like no one wants her. And I think at this point, she's like, I like Logan, but Logan's not my fr- like a front runner right now anyway. So I can put Logan on the back burner. Let Rachel yeah. figure out if she's into that before I proceed. Which there. Gabby did say in her confessional that she was into Logan and felt a really strong connection there. So I feel like that is going to be an issue down the road. This is the first double season we've seen where the girls are actually like interested in the same guys repeatedly. Because it seems like there's been multiple people. Like, I know they mentioned, like, Johnny at some point, them both being into. And then Eric, they were both kind of into. So it's like there's been multiple people so far that they're both very attracted to. Yeah. Gabby gives her rose to Jonathan and Rachel gives her rose to Logan. And that is the end of the date. But then a date card comes from one of the other guys. And that is from Rachel to Jordan V. And he was the race car driver from last week. So I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a really great match. I thought so, too. They go on this zero-gravity jet. He's, like, terrified of heights, but he does it anyway. They're, like, kissing and, like, this anti-gravity, like, like space kind of Like, how wrong we thing. were. Yeah, because they go to the dinner portion, and I actually thought it was very awkward from the beginning. He's, like, quote-unquote opening up, but he's like, you know, my parents got divorced, and it was, like, so hard. And I was like, everyone's parents are divorced. Or not everyone, but, like, 50% of people's parents are divorced. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and there is something that happens when they are talking back at the house chris is saying that if the girls have sex during their fantasy suite with any of the other guys guys, the date it's off for him but he doesn't want to tell them that like it's a deal breaker basically he was like it's a deal breaker and they're like well do you plan on telling them this now do you plan on telling them like before the like fantasy suite do you plan on telling them after like when do you plan on sharing this information and he basically was like oh well i wouldn't tell them I would just, it would be a deal breaker if they did it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're basically playing the same thing that like Luke P did, that Susie kind of did last season. Like you're playing this thing where you don't tell them until after they've already done it. And it's manipulative and it's controlling. 
And well, I actually don't think there's a problem with that being a deal breaker for you, but don't like keep it to yourself, you know, like don't share that with everybody. Keep it to yourself. Maybe mention it to the person you're interested in. Like when it gets closer, if you're like, oh, you know, I really love you, but like this would feel really uncomfortable for me because because if we're meant to be together, why would you need to sleep with someone else? Because when he's like gossiping like that, it makes it seem disingenuine. It doesn't seem like a very important thing to him. It feels like he's just trying to get points with the guys in the house. And the guys are being rubbed the wrong way. Like he's basically like saying, Oh look, I'm better than all of you because like I wouldn't take the girls if they did. And it's like, Hey man, that's not really cool. And he'd be like, yeah. oh, you'd be slutty. Like, they'd be slutty and you'd be slutty if yeah. you slept with them. And I was the one. Like, And it's like, mm. so you're restricting everyone else from pursuing, like, you know, an intimate relationship? I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. And I get why the guys are mad about it. So, back to Rachel's date with Jordan. It's getting kind of awkward. It's getting really awkward. So, he, like, had opened up about his parents. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad you opened up. I'm like, this isn't really opening up, but yeah. okay. And then they cool. were talking about passions. And she's like trying to relate she's like oh it's so nice that we share the same passion like the adrenaline thing but i was like that's not really a passion like a lot of people can like adrenaline um exercises and things and that doesn't mean it's a passion it just means it's exciting yeah so basically she gets up before the rose giving Goes and talks to producers and is like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Then she goes back and says, you know what? I feel like something is missing and you're a really great guy, but I know you're not my person. So she sends him home week two, very early. I was like, is this guy going to be on Paradise? He's not going to be on Paradise. No. But... um. He also looked so young. He's so young. Like, he was, like, 27, but he looked 19. Yeah, so I think that was, like, something she was like, oh. I think she she kept looking at him and wanted to see a man, but kept, like, seeing a boy. And the way he was talking about the divorce and the parents, it was very just, like, childish feeling. Yeah, it's like, you need to go to see a therapist. Like, you have not grown since you were 13 and your parents got divorced. Yeah. that's I'm not being, like, rude. I'm saying that's how it came across with editing. Yeah. So... We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor today is called Aura Organics. And one of my favorite products that they have is called Trust Your Gut. So Aura's Trust Your Gut is a probiotic and prebiotic supplement that contains some of the world's most powerful probiotic strains along with prebiotics to help the good bacteria thrive in your gut so your probiotics actually work smarter, not harder. This is something I love just in my daily routine just to keep everything working smoothly. And I find this especially important when we're places like Comic-Con where we're traveling and like our food is just not what it normally is and keeping a healthy gut and everything balanced is just super important. So It is great support for bloating and common digestive issues. And having a strong gut has been linked to having a strong immune system, and that could even impact your mood. It's available in a capsule or powder format. It has great in smoothies and your oatmeal, or you you can just mix it with some water. And it's third-party tested for common allergens like gluten and dairy. They have over 1,000 five-star reviews from happy customers. They're available at The Vitamin Shop, GNC, Ulta Beauty, and Walgreens. And they have a ton of other great products. They're known for clean quality, they're plant-based nutrition, and they actually work. So check them out. They are radically transparent with an obsessive focus on quality control. 
So for our listeners, you can get 30% off your first subscription when you text REPORT to 64000. Text REPORT to 64000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's REPORT to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Aura Organic slash terms. Using Talkspace feels a little like having a therapist in your pocket. That's why being able to reach out to my therapist or psychiatrist at any time from anywhere makes taking care of my mental health super easy. I'm more relaxed when I'm traveling knowing that if I need to talk with my therapist, I can just send a message from wherever I am. Whether that be a hotel, the car, or even just at home, I know that they are just a message away. And I wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and start therapy the very same day. You can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist, so it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. And they have over 40 specialties for these licensed therapists. So they they specialize in things like anxiety, depression, relationships, food, and more. So no matter what you're struggling with in life, there's someone there to listen and to help. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy, so instead of waiting weeks for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7, and they'll engage with you daily, five days a week. And like I said, they have thousands of licensed therapists with years and years of experience, and Talkspace is secure and private, and they use the latest end-to-end bank encryption technology to store client information and comply with HIPAA regulations. So you know your information is not going anywhere. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com and make sure to use code REPORT to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's REPORT at Talkspace.com. Welcome back. So we are just going to go right into Gabby's first one-on-one date. Yeah, which Nate gets a one-on-one date, which was really surprising to me. I knew at some point he was going to, because like I said, at the end of last episode, when they were showing the preview for the season, I was really shocked to see her and Nate kissing and then her being, that voiceover being like, oh, I'm falling in love. And I was like, wow, like that's someone that I thought was a little more like shy and reserved. And I was surprised that they did the voiceover with them kissing. Yeah, But also the clips of them kissing were from this date. So, I'm curious to see how far he makes it. I am too, because there's a couple things I think are going wrong, are wrong. A couple things behind the scenes I think are happening here. One, I think there is a little bit of producer meddling, just because Nate does have a kid. So, he, they're probably like, oh, you should see if you like Nate right away. Because it's, you know, kind of a little bit of drama for him to go on a date and then have to immediately be like, oh, I have a kid. Right, exactly. And he tells her that he has a kid on his date. And it's kind of like, well, she, one, needs to know because that might be a deal breaker for her or that might complicate things and make her think differently about what she wants from him. Or it may make her more excited and she could be like, you know what, like I really wanted a family, but I didn't know, like, like maybe she's like, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get pregnant. I'm 32. Like, it's great to already kind of have some sort of family built in as I get like there's some people that would be very excited by that the way I see it a kid complicates things yeah but some people 100% some people really okay well let me ask you this then why did he get a divorce 
with his ex-wife? He doesn't, he never said he was married. Okay, why didn't he get married? It's been six years, does it matter? How did it happen? I'm, I'm just sure saying, at some point that's going to come up. Those are questions that need to be answered before I would even think she would be comfortable moving forward. Like, Which I'm sure that'll happen at not, some point not in this Not moving season. forward with growth. Like, Obviously, they should keep continue to grow. And I'm saying there should be a really strong connection for that to grow. But those are still questions that she, I would need to know. Like, she, I think she needs to know, too. Yeah, but it's before. the first date, and I don't feel like it's appropriate for her on this date to ask those questions. Right. Well, those that's kind of, like, why I think there was a little bit of producer meddling here. Because it's just interesting because I didn't see him as, like, standing out. But really. maybe she did. And maybe we just didn't see it. Because, like, honestly, that first episode, they just breeze through everyone so quickly yeah. in editing. I'm just trying to think analytically about it. And, like, it makes a lot of sense that he got a date card. So the one weird thing about this date is when he showed up at, like, their bungalow to go on this date. Like, Rachel's just, like, standing there hanging out. Like, having a mimosa or whatever as he, like, comes in for his date. And she's, like, third wheeling for a few minutes. Yeah, it was really... I would be a little uncomfortable, but... Yeah, so they, like, started kissing at the very beginning of their date. And then, like, a helicopter picked them up. They went to a hot tub. He opened up about his kid. And she responded super well to his face. But then, like, in her in-the-moment thing, she was like, you know what? I have to figure out what I want because do I want a family? Am I ready for a family? Yeah. Like. And they just, he pretty much kissed her immediately, as you said. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like. They got that out of the way, and now she's, like, those questions are coming up. Yeah. But she was like, you know what? It's the beginning of the process. Yeah. There's tons of time to figure it out. Like, let's just see if they even have chemistry first, is basically well, what she's saying. I do definitely think they have physical chemistry. I, was, I don't know if it's yeah. deeper than that. I was thinking it was also, like, that new... Infatuation. Like, infatuation, where you're like, I find them attractive. But maybe that wears off in a day or two. Well, you know? and something like after they were kissing in the hot tub, she was like, how old are you? Because you come across like very like manly, like very like a man versus yeah. boyish. Like you're more mature. And I think she wants someone that's more mature. So that's very attractive to her yeah. that he comes across as like one of the older people in the house. Which he was, I think, believe he was 33 and she's 32. So very similar in age. Yeah, but they do kind of like get in the hot tub. I do think they vibe pretty well. I don't know if it's going to be a long-lasting thing. I think she will cut him the week before hometowns. Yeah, I don't know. Has there been any single parents that have won So these shows? I don't think there Emily has. Maynard made it, I believe it was final two on her season, had a kid, and then became the Bachelorette. Right. I cool. am trying to think if anyone who's won has had a kid prior. I I feel like the answer is yes, but I can't name anyone off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the cocktail party. So, high, biggest highlight of this cocktail party, Mario squats Rachel. Yeah, so Gabby is, like, talking to one of the guys, and then as she's talking, like, Mario's over there, like, picking up Rachel, and they're giggling, and he's, like, doing squats while holding her. Yeah. And they're it's having, like, a funny. great time. but It's like, not the biggest highlight, but it's funny. But it's like, what? Mario got the first impression rose from Gabby and then is over there flirting yeah. with Rachel. So Gabby's super distracted. On this, like, cocktail party, a lot of the guys did, like, fun games. Yeah. It's funny because Mario and his confessionals, like, he knows that, like, he's like, oh, 
that might have upset Gabby. I didn't mean to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, he said that, and he was like, oh, man. Uh. Like, I was just having fun, but yeah. I can understand why she'd be upset. It uh, it would kind of upset me, too, if I was there and, like, you know. Watching. Watching another female squat, you know, another guy. Or vice versa, <laughs> whatever it is. Like, if the person you were interested in yeah. was, like, flirting with someone else and joking around and, like, playing games. Like, it would bug me, yeah. Yeah. But so, at the same time, I'm also thinking, like, this is such an abnormal experience for everybody. And, like, Gabby's got, like, probably, like, ten more dudes that are just totally about her. So... Yeah. And this episode, like, on the cocktail party, there was just a ton of kissing. Like, they kissed a bunch of guys. I don't even know who because they don't tell you names. Eric makes out with Gabby. Of course so he does. That. Because... Eric kissed her last week, too. So, yeah. like, he's just super into that. So, there is a bit of drama at this cocktail party. Remember how we were talking about Chris and how he was doing that whole thing? I think it was Jordan, Tyler, and Quincy, I want to say. They started to talk and get, like... They're still talking about that mm-hmm. whole thing with Chris and, like, how he needs to tell... The girls. The girls that he's... Not, he know he's gonna blow it up if they sleep with any other guys, and so they're like, "We need to say something." Um, they tell Rachel, and they, you know, they go tell Rachel, and Rachel goes to, I think Gabby, and she gathers her, and they go talk to Chris together. Yeah, because which I they, thought was really smart. They talk amongst themselves, and they are basically like. Why the F would you even be talking about fantasy suites week two? Like, we just feel like we're being objectified. On our like on their season with Clayton, they basically felt objectified because they were brought to the end to be slept with knowing that they weren't going to be picked, right? Yeah. Because Clayton was like, oh, I knew I was picking Susie the whole time. So it's like, well, if you knew you were picking Susie, why did you sleep with Gabby and Rachel? Yeah. So I think they kind of like had that like feeling of like, oh, they just want to get us to fantasy suites and like that's right. their end game. And I think that I want to say the boys that told them this have kind of like skewered their chances a little bit because now they're more like spies, you know, and they're like, thank you. Because they came back and they were like, thank you for telling us. That's mm-hmm. really great. But now they have that type of um, it's like the discourse. Mole. Yeah, they have yeah. that type of discourse with them where it's like you are now a subservient of Gabby and Rachel. Like you're now being used for information. We're right. not looking at you in like a romantic way. Yeah, light like right they now. have the power. It's a power position instead of like hey, let's see if we connect romantically position. So they obviously ask Chris to leave. He leaves, but then he comes back and then is like asking the guys like, "Well, which one of you told them?" And then yeah. he's like talking about like, "Oh, well, this is what I meant." But the girls then come back and are like, "Why are you still here? We asked you to leave. What are you yeah. doing?" Like, why are you here? Yeah, and, you know, he gets kind of, like, rough. I think he would have been... I think he's kind of a womanizer a little bit, or... I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a control thing, and, like, getting kicked off, he felt like he didn't have the control, so he was, like, taking the control back by coming back in. He was like, I'm going to leave on my terms, you know? And it's like, that's not how this works. Yeah. So, then we go to the rose ceremony. We say goodbye to... Well, before we say who we said goodbye to, the last person to get a rose. Mario. Mario. Yeah. And I think that was them kind of letting him know, like, you were a front runner last week. Now you're kind of playing both sides. You're kind you of didn't like, even talk to Gabby. You're kind of like on yeah. thin ice now because now both girls don't really trust where you're at. Yeah. 
So I think that was just kind of like a wake up call for him. I think he's still going to get a date. I'm sure that's going to continue forward somewhere. I think he just fouled up, but I think he'll get back on track. So we do say goodbye to, well, we already said goodbye to Jordan B, Chris. Then we say goodbye to Matt, who Andrew thought was going to make it. Towards I the end, was gonna be, I thought he was a good-looking guy, kind of like he had good chemistry at least yeah, in episode one. I know. We said goodbye to Justin, yeah, to John A, to Brandon, to Colin and Ryan. So Brandon and Colin both were on that. They won like, the bonus speedo date. date. Yeah. yeah. So I was actually surprised Ryan got picked off. Yeah, because that was the guy that Andrew was saying was like a cross between uh, was it Edward Norton and Jesse yeah. Palmer. Like I guess host. he just didn't have, like, enough feng shui or, like, libido or whatnot. Libido? Like, he didn't come off as, like, sexually charged to them, you know? I mean, I don't think they're looking for someone sexually charged. I think they're just trying to Are find their husband. Me, like, Nate? You don't think Nate and Gabby didn't have sexual charge? Well, that's, like, physical, physical chemistry. Right. But I feel like at this point they're, like, yes, physical point, chemistry is exciting. That's but the I, main thing they're But I think they're on. looking at like emotional chemistry as well and like how they get along i don't think it's a hundred percent i think it's a hundred percent feel right i don't think it is it's a hundred percent feel and i think 50 percent of that is the physical like physical aspect of it so and then i think the you know the the intellectual stuff will come down the way see i think it's really hard because we didn't really see much of ryan right like so we don't really know ryan's personality we only know what, like, one or two lines Ryan had said this whole time, and the, the fact that he looks like an attractive bachelor person. Like, yeah. so he, maybe he was really dull. Yeah. We don't know. But that is all for this week, and we will talk to you next week for episode three.